I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselkumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clearer skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At one year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Tremphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available ebay motors is here for the ride with some elbow grease and a whole lot of love you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own led headlights spoilers whatever you need ebay motors has it at affordable prices and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Dude, at the end of the day, you have to find ways to be better than guys. I think technically they're better than we are. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 31, season one, our final one of the season, but title 24 presented by NBC Sports. I'm Ricky Carmichael alongside my co-host, Ryan Villapoto. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Before we get going, as always, we got to thank United Motorsports, Quadlock Case, and Boxo USA. Thank you for your partnership and sponsorship uh, for this first season, and uh, hopefully you guys will be back for season two. But uh, although this is the final episode of the season for us, uh, we might pop in through the offseason if there's some uh, newsworthy stuff going on or if we have a special guest. So uh, make sure you stay tuned to our socials and we will be on it. But uh, stepping right in, RV, uh, Motocross of Nations is always a fun one, one of the best events um, that, that I've ever been to, especially going to Arnay. You haven't been to – you never raced Arnay. But uh, was there any um, anything that stood out to you? I mean, France, obviously super dominant from a points perspective, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like, like you said, I've, I've, we've both had the chance to, to, um, <clears throat> get to race that race multiple times. And, uh, man, Erne, I, like you said, I hadn't had a chance to race it, but I was obviously watching it, um, f- keeping up with the feed and speeds and seeing what's going on. But man, I think the biggest thing that stood out is obviously the racing was, 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 was really good, but man, I gotta, gotta say, I mean, they're, they're claiming right. 102,000 oh. for the, for, for spectators and, and man, like Racer X Vital, um, all the media outlets that had went from from here, from the U.S., um, obviously we all got to see it. And dude, was it absolutely off the chain. Pumping, absolutely pumping. I mean, when I was there, let's see, that was 2005, I believe. Yeah, yeah 2005. I mean, it was very, very similar. Now, I don't think it was as wild on qualifying day on uh, on saturday but dude it, that place was absolutely roaring and it's set up really nice almost like a stadium i mean you've seen it it's in that valley and then it's just that whole wall 
on the other side of the track. And uh, it's a, it's an epic track, as you know. I mean, dude, you raced over there. Uh, you know, I've only raced over there just for motocross of nations. I mean, the, the fans over there are so passionate. I mean, we got great fans in the stands or uh, in the U.S., don't get me wrong. But, uh, I mean, they're just, I mean, it is, they make a damn weekend out of it, dude. I mean, I mean, you got They do. It's it's almost a festival, you know. It, like, to, yeah. to me, it's, it was a oh, festival. Man. All the smoke bombs, all the flags, all the all the air horns, the chainsaws, um, the, the people that were dressing up. I mean, I I'm going to just, it's like a little burning man almost. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Festival. You're, you're a hundred percent right. Uh, yeah. No surprise to, to what you said. I mean, France just getting it done. Renault, Fabra, Vial, um, just a epic, uh, epic performance by the guys from a points perspective, they absolutely crushed it. And, uh, you know, I don't know that it was because of their, their home country. I just think straight up that they, uh, they had, um, you know, they, they, they're just the better overall team, you know, yeah. of, of yeah. anyone. And that's not a slight towards the other riders. I mean, there's a, a slew of great riders, but their finishes were uh, second to none, no doubt. It was cool to see. Like I said, I think they could have won. I think they could have won on anyone's anyone's home turf. So, uh, you know, I think that I, I didn't realize this. And did you know this, that uh, Febra – he had bet more better overall finishes throughout the MXGP season than uh, Prado did. I, mm. I didn't. I didn't realize that. I mean, well, I was- yeah. So, so like Fever started coming on really, really, really strong, and I believe it was like six or seven rounds before the end. Um, I think I want to say he went four four in a row. Um, and then maybe missed a round and then, and then, you know, was able to, you know, win the last, you know, one or two. So literally he, he really was coming on strong towards the, towards the end of MXGP, uh, of their season and series. And then obviously it, 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 it segues right into MXG or right into MXON. Um, and you know, like they have, it's a three man team, you know, as, as, as we all know, and, and especially us that have raced it, man, that the pressure that that mxon brings and 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 to to the riders also uh, you know these the the three riders that are on each one of these teams like it's a it's a heavy load from from every all all these riders standpoint and especially team france being in front of their their home crowd and a a crowd of of that stature too um it it brings a whole different set of 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 elements and things that you have to think about while while you're racing compared to just a standard mxgp or or pro motocross or supercross I think that um, I think that for sure, you know, there is added pressure for motocross of nations. There's no doubt about that. Um, I do feel that the MXGP series riders, championship riders, have a slight advantage from, and we've talked about this from how Park Formay goes and things you can do, cannot do, things you can do. Uh, completely different. They they they're able to ride different bikes. They don't have a production rule like we do here in the states uh, with the AMA. So uh, some differences there. I've never experienced it because I haven't raced MXGPs like you have. Um, I just, you know, I just know the different rules. Uh, so I don't know what advantages comes with that. I don't know what disadvantages come with that. You'll be able to speak on that on, yep. on your behalf way more than myself. Is it a massive, is it a massive difference from a bike perspective? Cause we had a lot of uh, questions from our followers about, yep. uh, you know, like, Hey, you know, what, well, they jump to that question, Ricky. I think we got a question in here about the bike specifically. Where was that one at? That is uh, right here. I think it's the it's the let's see. D D Max Fox Four. Do you think it's fair that MXGP 
guys get to run anything they want when you're when our guys have a production rule in the states and not enough time to test all the options the gp guys get so that was the question that we got yeah. that got sent in from d max fox four um and so d max fox four let me interrupt you yep. you are the winner of the quad lock question of the week so uh we appreciate your question that is an awesome question that's why you win you know what the rules are slide in not the rules but the protocol slide into our title 24 uh, instagram dm hurley will take care of you he'll set you uh, up with the guys at quad lock quad lock will take it from there and they will get you some swag remember make sure you post about it i'm sure that you will like it and uh enjoy it and we appreciate uh you watching tuning what or uh listening whatever you do so uh Great question. I've always wanted to know personally, and uh, you know, and, and you are the man to explain it. So take it away, RV. Yeah. So, so my my short stint that I had racing MXGPs, I think it was, I think it was only three rounds. It was Qatar, Thailand, um, actually Qatar, Argentina, Thailand, and then Arco. Um, I got hurt at Arco, uh, but back to to when I was racing there. I, so Kawasaki at the time when I showed up, there was there there wasn't any frame anything different between my frame in the U S and, and, and the frame that was, that I was able to ride an MXGP. But now going back to that is, is I do know, for example, like Jason Anderson had, I was taught chatting with him before this couple of weeks ago. And, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, there was a race in Italy that he rode where he got landed on. It was Majora. Yeah. Um, you know, they had him riding a frame that was eight millimeters longer, I think um austrian brand husqvarna so they they obviously he flew over here's your here's your platform to ride um now he didn't have a lot of time to test like uh you know like he had mentioned like uh d D max fox force mentioned like yeah there's not a lot lot of time to test so he wrote it not that it wasn't better or worse but he wasn't comfortable with it he said he had to go back to what he what he has the most seat time on. So back to that, does it help the Europeans that they get, that they don't have, they don't have a homologation rule? Um, it's, it very well might, but it only helps if you have the seat time in, 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 in the, the knowledge of the motorcycle. Like for us, we are much more prepared on our platforms that we race every day in and day out over here in the U S so to throw those guys on a, on a different motorcycle or a same motorcycle, but a little bit different chassis, I, I think does them, it doesn't do them any favors. We have to have lots of time to go over there and, and, and prep on those conditions because they're much different than what we have. So as for our team USA and for myself, when I've gone over with team USA, um, we have just as much of a shot as, at winning on a production motorcycle as those guys do um, with uh, non-production. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I should say I agree with you what you're saying. The only difference I would say that I always remember or like I felt like there was a little bit of disadvantage from performance, but they were racing the same fuel. It was the fuel regulations yeah. and, and, and rules. That was really the only thing that I always felt like, oh, I wish that I had my, you know, my other you know, my, my other fuel, you know, that we race with in the U S cause their fuel is, uh, their fuel rules were different. But as far mm-hmm. as like my bike and my bike setup goes, I know I didn't have a full factory in its production base. I never felt like 
I was at a disadvantage. Like if I was racing against Everts or whoever the hell it nope. might have been at the time. I remember yep. always going over there, like Cairoli in 2005. It always seemed like the Yamahas had some sick new innovative uh, parts and pieces on their bike sometime they're on the uh, next year's bike model already but uh, I never felt like I was at a disadvantage other than the fuel but that was just that was just it was it was the performance was down on the engine side compared to my U.S. spec as far as engine I didn't feel like I was behind in power against the other guys that I was racing with because they were under the same rules as far as exactly as far as fuel goes so uh uh, D Max Fox Four, well, number one. I love the D. I think D Max is a uh, dude. That's a flex name. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> congratulations on the quad lock question of the week, final one of the season. And like I said, uh, we appreciate it. Quad lock, thanks for uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, great ideas. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, but getting back to it, um, yeah, France, no surprise. I think, like I said, I'm gonna go out on a limb. And I I think they could have won on any home turf. Uh, but then we get to um, let's just rip the bandaid off. Let's Monday morning quarterback it, brother. Yep, yeah, Team, Team USA. USA. Team USA. Um, it was tough, you know. We didn't announce our team till late. Um, multiple reasons why couldn't send last year's team over. Justin Cooper was already getting married. Um, nothing wrong with that. Um, there you go. For those of you guys not watching, we are watching um, or listen, just listening. We're playing a little replay of, of Team USA, Hampshire, AP, a little bit of Christian Craig here, just some just some B-roll cool stuff. But, uh, you know, I appreciate those guys stepping up, basically volunteering to go and, and answering the bell when they were asked to represent the, the U.S. Um, what I mean <laughs> – well, I, I, I look, I, I think we were under the gun when we started, right? We, we already knew that going in and, and, and even going to their turf um, with the teams that I have had that I've been a part of in the past, um, pretty, pretty, you know, I think all of my, all four times that I went, we had a hell of a team every time we went and it was did, still tough. Did you go, you, did you only race it four times and you never lost? Yep, I believe yeah, two times in 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 England, um, or and then we did uh, St. John was was my last last time, and then Bud's Creek. So that yeah, four. So yeah, never Dude, lost. You're freaking four and zero, brother. Four and zero, buddy. Like yeah, you got, so you got the horsepower to talk. Then get after you know, it, big dog. <laughs> look, I like I said, we 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 didn't send. You know, we didn't send. Look, I'll be honest, we didn't send our A team to 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 go represent. You know, and and there was a lot of factors that came in, in, in into into play with that, like Justin Cooper getting married, um, Chase switching teams, Eli yeah. being hurt. Um, it really wasn't. You know, we didn't have. We couldn't pick from the cream of the crop for, for from us, right? So, um, you know, we had RJ, we had AP. Um, you know, we had, you know, our guys step up, which was, which was phenomenal to see, um, Christian Craig, but, but also it's, it's, dude, it's a gnarly race. So I think they, you know, being that we ended up eighth, um, I, I think that we could have done better. I, I don't, I don't think we would have made podium, um, just being straight up, being honest. Um, but I think we could have been anywhere We're from better that. than eighth. Yeah, four, four, fourth at our best through eighth right there. So it was right there, you know, it's, it, but look, it was, like Christian Craig off the couch, right? First race back. And as, oh, and race, you know, yeah, oh, like that is the hardest race to come <laughs> back off the couch for yeah. Team USA and go and race against the best in the world. 
yeah. on a, on a dirt bike. That <clears throat> that's a big that's a big call. So, um, you know, can't take anything. I'm not going to be too hard on them because, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't our A team, and, and we struggled. You know, so um, but we had well, look, we showed up. We, we we had our flag there, and and we represented. It wasn't what we wanted, and right. we'll we'll give it hell next year. They're better than what they. Uh, they're better. The, the box score isn't a reflection of, of the <clears> talent <throat> level. It's just uh, we went yeah, to your point. We went there with the best uh, team that we that we could or that was available to us. Um, listen, I, I'm I'm sure if uh, Justin Cooper, we took last year's defending champions. Uh, if, if they didn't have conflicts, I'm sure they would have more than than happily have been there, but it didn't work out. There's always next year and uh, USA will have their glory. Um, I'm going to say this. I saw a, a little interview um, and I, I, I want to get in the weeds with this. I want to cause some friction today uh, with, with RJ and he was talking about the track on qualifying day and he goes down. Mm-hmm. Dude, my qualifying crash, I, I kid you not. It didn't matter if I had four wheels or not. I was doing a 360 like it's just I, a track that we're racing on should not be like that um i'm not going to complain about the track because I, I know i'm going to get a lot of hate from the euros and and even the riders are like dude you guys have it spoiled over there in the states and it's like i mean we're not spoiled we just have water in our tracks and it's tilled like it's tilled farther than two inches deep i think listen dude i think the best riders in the world uh, find a way to adapt to it um that track is narrow Super narrow from a racing perspective. This is uh, we got a little clip here. We're watching uh, Saturday's qualification race. RJ was in the lead. He lays it down on a look looks like a flat little slippery right-handed uh, sweeping corner going up to a face of a jump, making a couple mistakes there in the turn just before that little double. And then I can't, yeah, I don't really see how it looks like he hit that patch right there, that shiny patch right there, Ricky, the guy for the ones that we're watching replay and just lost the rear, man. I mean, listen, dude, <laughs> look, number one, I like track track races narrow. I've been there. It, it's a super narrow track, but fun track. And, and RV, you and I were having this conversation. I think you would have loved it. It's one of those tracks where you can make up a lot of time. Now it's gnarly, a lot of steep uphills, a lot of steep downhills, some great rut corners, uh, some tight corners where you can get into the corner really hard, harder than your competition, come out of the corner harder and faster than your competition. Just there's a lot of elements rather than a fast, wide open, smooth track where everyone can go fast. I feel like from a technical standpoint, um, the guys would love racing on this type of track because there are so many options to, you know, do different things than your competitors. You know, it's like mm-hmm. all the time, like, oh my gosh. All you, a lot of times you hear people ca- complain about, dude, there's, you, there's nothing to separate the riders. Well, this is a perfect track for it, in my opinion. And yeah. he, he beat up the track a little bit, RJ did. And dude, at the end of the day, you have to find ways to uh you have to find ways to be better than guys. I watch Ken Roxon do it. You watch, you know, we we you watch Ken Roxon do it, you watch Jet Lawrence do it. France didn't have a problem. A lot of other guys from other countries didn't have a problem. You just gotta figure it out. Yeah, no, it, it, it it's tough, right? Like I, I heard we, I got to watch the comment, got to watch a video about it. Um you know, the one thing that that I think is a little short sighted on that is is you got to remember these guys, you know, they go around the world and and race essentially so many different conditions. And that's just one of them. Just like, you know, take all of our 11 outdoors that we have pro motocross rounds. We have Hangtown, we have Southwick, we have Red Bud. Now, those are all three different tracks that I just mentioned with three different, you know, 
completely three different soil types. Um, you know, the U.S. we see about three or four different types, and 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 a lot of those are really similar too. You know, Hangtown I can pull out as being a kind of a standalone. Southwick pull out because that's our only sand, sand race, so that's a standalone. But guys, when and I'm and I only got to do the I only got to do four rounds of MXGP. So where I'm going with this is is from Qatar to Thai, uh, to to Argentina to Thailand and then to um, Arco de Cento. Um, drastically different soil conditions, track um, narrow, uh, just 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 completely. So I think you know, as a racer, as a, a, you know, coming from the U S you have to have an open mind and you gotta, you're only get every, everybody's got to race it. And I feel like, you know, like ultimately I, I'm not going to say that they're better riders than they are, but I, I technically on different conditions from Lirup to Lomel to, to these different tracks, like, I think technically they're better than we are. Yes. We, he said in the interview, like, Oh, we, you know, we, we, they we're spoiled. Well, um, he goes, you know, in the interview, it said, oh, the Euros think we're spoiled, you know, but no, we just know how to put water and dirt, you know, look, they basically live on a rock sheet over in, in, in Europe. Right. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, like I just got back from Fox Hills in August and that used to be a GP track. Um, and it's Flint and, and blue groove and hard, like it is a very unique track and that's what Europe has to offer. Yeah. And as, as, as team USA, we have to be, we have to be, um, um, ready to go get over there and, and you, you gotta learn. perform in all of them, dude. Yeah, you gotta perform in all of them. What happens next year when we're at Lomel again, or you know, Lyrup comes back, or wherever, wherever oh, I think we're going to a Matterly. I think we're going, next yeah, year. yeah, it is Matterly, it is Matterly. But let's bring up Matterly, for example. That was one of my first races, too, and uh, or first or second races, Matterly Basin, and I was you young. You we did win, yep, yeah, we did win there, but man, it was uh, we had a uh, James and Stefan raced very, very hard and close. James went down. Um, I think both motos that he raced that, that, that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, it's just the, the tracks are completely different and we have to adapt and we have to show up and, and g- give it, give it our best. It has nothing to do with the conditions where there's 42 of the dudes on there and they're all racing the same thing. So, um, that's, that's what we have to do as a team. I remember when I went to St. John or St. Jean, whatever you call it. I think we went there in 2000, 2000, I think with, uh, was that with Travis? Yeah, that was with uh, Rhino and, and TP. TP. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yep. hot, hot, really hot that day. But to your point, it was like, dude, rocks everywhere. Uh, but it was fun. And, and all of the other two guys adapted as well. And we were just as good, if not better than the rest. I mean, we didn't completely clean house, but we, we won the damn race and we figured out a way to get it done to, to yep. your point. And, um, you know, we, there was nothing like that on the promotocross championship side of things. Uh, but I will say this, dude, and, and I've always thought this from day one uh, throughout my time racing the motocross of nations. And I would love to know your opinion on this RV is I always thought and felt like when I went to the motocross of nations, you, those guys rose to a different level than maybe what they race like. At, at a normal MXGP Nash, or, uh, World Championship race. I really, truly believe that. Because I'm like, I'd be battling with some cat, right? <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Like, I don't even know who he is, right? He was nowhere in the championship. But I feel like that's the case. And I go, and, and I'm going to use this guy as an example because he was at Pro Motocross. He, he, is in Europe. He, he races in the U.S. now. 
and that's Tom Biel. I feel like he rode better this past weekend than he he rode at most of the races this year. Did good at a couple races, for sure, but I expected him to put in better straight up because of his credentials. I expected him to ride a little more like he rode in race this weekend. I expected to see that more out of him uh, through the Pro Motocross Championship. Now, I've heard a couple things, and this goes to uh, D-Max's quad lock question of the week. I heard that he always had thought that his MXGP bike was better than his U.S. bike uh, hmm. because of the rules and regulations that the AMA has compared to MXGP. So, I don't know. I feel like the Euro guys definitely ride a lot more on emotion than U.S. guys, or at least in, in your, your my day uh rv like i mean what what do you think i i so i i 100 percent uh, agree with that and why I, I i say and agree with that is is like you know like we as as u.s guys yes we have a lot of racing but it, it's i i i attacked every every saturday like it was it was the last time where i think when i go and watch you know uh mxgp on 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 the on the tube you know and, and, I'm, yeah. and i'm watching they they're they're more methodical they if they don't it's more like car racing it's like hey if i don't have it today i just need to be on the box um you know because it's such a long series series that they have and there's they travel so far to some of these things they know they have a little more time and time under their belt so i i I think to your point mxon it's it's only sunday it's not a series it's it's put up and shut up right now today and that's, I think, what you're, you know, pinpointing on with emotion and showing up. And in Team France, for example, I think most of my MXONs have been. They, France has been in the mix for the yeah. win. I think pretty much every time I've raced for, yeah. for me. So they have one hell of a team and 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 racers every year that they show up. And and what you said of 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 showing up and and riding on emotion, um, you know, not that we don't. But I think they they show up at MXON uh, better than they do a lot of times throughout the year. And maybe I'm way wrong. No, uh, that makes sense. But makes I, sense. I agree with that. They, it, it's, it's it used really- to piss me off, actually. 100%. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, why all of a sudden are you riding so hard now when you couldn't? You weren't even in the top five in the MXGP championship? You know, it's yep. like the owl. Like, dude, if I'm Raj and I'm Ian Harrison – Dude, I'm fired up. I'm like, why the hell aren't you riding like that in Pro Motocross Championship, dude? Yeah, like, like I got a per- uh, Christoph Porcel, uh, Sebastian, Sebastian um, Porcel, right? The older older brother of of Christoph. Um, same to your point, like not like good finishes, you know, top fives ish, you know, inside the top ten, you know, wrote like a phenomenal rider. But Matterly, for example, yeah. he raced James till the checkered flag. I mean, it I was, it that. was on, you know, like it, he, one of the motos he was, they were going back and forth it yep. was, and he was going for blood. Um, and those are the things that I think are, that's kind of what we, we need to, you know, that's kind of how we need to show up. I mean, I know that's how I showed up. Like, I know we have a huge target on our back as us. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, you can't let that get into your head. You got to go out there and just leave it all out on the track and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. As we well, see these moto finishes from a lot of the top guys, a lot of a lot of guys had some mistakes. One good moto, and then one mediocre moto, um, and that's what MX One's about. You know, is 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 really um, 
making sure that that moto that is our throwaway moto or whatever, you know, who, whatever rider we're throwing away, one of their motos, it's just, mm-hmm. it, it just comes down to every position counts. I mean, that race is so important. Every point counts. Yep. hundred percent. I'll tell you what though, dude, do you ever feel like if there's one team or country that all the, every other country wants to beat, it's us. hundred percent. I felt like that. I always felt like, dude. And maybe France feels the same way, but, you know, <laughs> we're talking about it now. So That's that's right. Um, all right. We've got to give some glory to uh, Australia. Hell of a ride. I mean, for me. Best finish I, yet. Best finish yet. Yeah. Best, best finish yet. Great job by um, the Lawrence brothers and, and Dean. Dean Ferris. Hell of a job. Um, Off the couch too, right? Just oh, retired. Everyone's going to be, I, I feel like after that first moto, uh, Jet, um, you know, Jet, let's see your Jet finish sixth in race one. Now, he fell the first moto. There we go. We're watching a replay. He fell down. And I want to be crystal clear when I talk about this. Okay, remember, now we were just talking about how well everyone rides at the Motocross of Nations. We feel it brings out the best in all these riders, which sadly, it shouldn't be that way. They should ride hard at all the races. But... With how narrow this track races, you know, like, I think Jet did a hell of a job. He came back from way behind, got passed by all those dudes. And then, of course, for the second time in his final moto, he went out and did what he always does. Him and Kenny, you know what, they went, uh, well, Kenny got, uh, he got third. No, he got second. So they went one, two. So, I mean... You know, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you know, MXGP riders are better. But outside of of Jet crashing, I mean, it is kind of a spitting image of what we saw the Promoter Cross Championship. You know, if we're going to play the game of who's who's better, you know, the Europe guys or or USA guys or the promoter or the US championship. Yep. I don't know. Like, I hate having that debate, but. This wasn't a surprise yeah. to me. No, I, he rode. He rode well, right? I think with a little tip over, um, you know, in that in that moto. But I, you know, coming like you say, coming through the pack at, at a track like that, and it's hard to do there. It's, it's, it's hard. very hard to do uh, there um, with the added emotion with all these riders that they bring to the table, the the, the extra speed they bring to the table. Um, you know, because here's the thing: like, if there's any any race that you're you know, because as you as you guys are looking at the at the you know anybody that watched it or or uh, clips on Instagram anything like that with the hundred you know they're claiming one hundred and two thousand people there like, buddy uh, the adrenaline, the emotion, oh. um, you know as for getting tired, um, I don't know if it can happen in a scenario like that. So Jed had his work cut out for him to go, come through the pack um, against some really intelligent and, and smart racers because you know let's use i'm going to use redbud for example compared to like ernay like that you know like redbud huge wide open big lots of passing um you know lots of traction uh pretty much can motor somebody like jet can pretty much motor around anybody anybody he wants to it doesn't take a lot of uh, of thought process and passing but a place like ernay you really have to be on your game and, and setting somebody up and it might take two or three laps to set somebody up at, at, at a track like that because of how narrow it is because of traction issues um you know just all of those things come into play so 
Uh, no, he rode a, rode a, rode what rode a phenomenal race. Um, let's go to a couple. Um, and that leads me to my next. So let's go to, uh, answer some fans here. Uh, Mickey's underscore D since we're already talking about it. Has jet Lawrence proved he is the fastest in the world. What do you think? I mean, look guys, we're, it's, it's one race. We can't say he's the fastest in the, I'm not going to say he's the fastest in the world. I think from a collective standpoint, from, you know, you take him from supercross to motocross to, um, you know, all the different aspects of, of, the, of, of riding conditions, like he may be one of the best in the world right now, or is the best in the world right now. But as for a championship scenario, like, you know, I'm not going to sit out here and say like, he's going to win an MXGP championship as easy as he won, won um, a pro motocross championship. Currently, I know we have a couple of guys that were missing for outdoors. Um, you know, I just think, I think that he was the best at that day or, you know, France, well, no, France was the best that day. Right. But I'm, but I, I don't say he's the best in the world because Dude, it's, it's, it's a lot. It was, it was one Sunday. Um, I think that, you know, to, to claim that, you know, you'd have to all be on an, on an actual level playing field with a 17 race series, um, you know, and that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I think he is. I think he is. I think it, uh, he's, he's, he's proven it several times. I go back to he felt he fell that first moto, marched all the way up, finished respectively, Hard to do, one of the hardest races of the season. Um, and he went out there, the second moto, and backed it up. I mean, those were the best guys. I mean, the only other person that wasn't there, I mean, if Tomac was there and Sexton was there, that'd be great. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm to the guy. Like, here's, my, here's my thing, RV. I'm like, dude, he's earned the right for that, and I give him that respect. It's just like who, the defending champion going into Monster Energy Supercross next year. Okay, I am going to give Chase the credit that he deserves. He's defending champion. He owns that. So if you want to be the best in Supercross, you got to go out there and beat the dude. He's earned that right. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with Jet, dude. So we'll see. Yep. Before we switch gears, let's uh, thank our sponsors uh, one last time. Uh, we appreciate everyone at United Motorsports, unitedmotorsports.com. Fantastic company. Been saying it. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clear skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clear skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At one year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, 
you transform 100,000 miles on a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All season long, if you're in the uh, Kentucky, Ohio area, they have six locations. Pop in there. Pop in their store. Uh, Quadlot Case. Quadlotcase.com. Um, just epic, epic um, product. Check it out. Phone cases, mounts, you name it. They got it. Chargers. And last but not least, Boxo USA. Uh, BoxoUSA.com. The best tools in the business. Awesome warranty program. And uh, you want to talk about being, um, you know, perfection and tools and, you know, the drawers and, and, the, and the memory foam and organization boxes got you covered. And always remember for the promo code, but only um, for UnitedMotorsports.com and, and BoxoUSA, the Title 24 uh, promo code for 10% off is only going to work for Boxo and United Motorsports, not Quadlock for this week. So uh, we appreciate uh, your support and uh, we will be back. Uh, we'll be, hopefully you guys will be back with us next year. So thank you very much. Kenny Roxon, dude. Um, G underscore wine. Uh, he says, does Kenny carry momentum and resurgence into 2024? What do you think? Honestly, I think Kenny is, is probably, I mean, I, I know we've seen Kenny at a, a lot of different stages in his career, highs and lows, but uh, man, uh, the last bit, you know, with, with uh, super motocross and then MXON that we just saw, like, I don't, He's in pretty damn good form, man. Yeah, he is. Um, he is. You know, and and I, I I think somebody made a comment. Is the only Suzuki on the line? Not that oh. that's just it's just funny to say that. Not that the bikes, you know, super, you know, you know, less superior than the rest. Yeah. Um, we've seen the SMX phenomenal performances. Bikes good here. Same thing. Um, but I just I got to give a shout out to AGP Suzuki. You know, yeah. bringing on um, on Kenny like that. That's not easy kind of a, to do, by the way. No, it's not easy to do. And, and a, a rider at that caliber and a team at the caliber of where they were when they yeah. brought him on um, is a huge undertaking for, for a team at the, of, of, of that, of like them, um, of that size and of that budget to, to put out these performances. And, and I'm going to say it again. I think Kenny might be at his best that he's been in a very long time. Yeah. Overall, I, I will say I think he's in the bed, best headspace that he's ever been in. I think the mm. results prove that. Um, so that, yeah, I think uh, I think that he does carry the momentum. I certainly do. Uh, will be interesting to see if there's uh, much improvement with the bike. And and HEP has done a fabulous job. I know you have a great relationship with them, and they they have massive kudos to them. Like I said, not easy to do a rider a rider. I know. I'm kind of regurgitating what you're saying, but a rider of Kenny's caliber. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a standard there and they definitely have answered the bell. They got great crew over there. They stepped their crew up for sure. Great personnel. So um, I think uh, Kenny's going to carry that. Uh, I think he carries the momentum in there because I, I mostly think it's from a, a mental standpoint. I really do. I don't think his bike's the best out there. I think it's good, but I mm. don't think it's any better than any other bike. And I think it's straight up, 
upstairs of why he's doing good. He's in a good headspace. He loves what he's doing. Um, you know, I think it's going to be tough for him straight up. I do think that, um, I think it's going to be hard to go 17 rounds in Supercross, yeah. 11, 12 rounds pro motocross, and you got the playoffs, SMX playoffs, um, to stick with it that long. I think it's going to be challenging for him. Um, and, and especially if something goes wrong, if things aren't a hundred percent right, if there's anywhere that he needed to be better, that's where he probably should focus on. So, uh, but yeah, I think he'll, he'll come out firing at the beginning like he always does. Dude, there's a little report switching gears uh, about Prado. I heard that he's going to be in Cali and he's going to be riding the 450. If the 450 uh, test evaluation goes good, that we would perhaps see him here racing in good old USA in the SMX, uh, the SMX World Championship in 2025. Are you for this? What's your thoughts on it? Do you, I mean, how do you think that the test, how do you think the test will go? And do you think that he should just stay in Europe? Yeah, you know, look, I think, I think every, you know, as we see, if, if you can ride Supercross, that's the biggest question, right? We obviously know he can ride outdoors very, very, very well. Um, if you can ride, if you're competitive in Supercross in the U.S., I think that's why you see a lot of guys like Kenny, like Tom Bial, um, uh uh, what's his, uh, the other French, uh, Marvin Muskin, um, you know, we've had a lot of international riders head this way because they can ride supercross. And that is something that, um, you know, we're going to wait and see. I haven't seen personally, I haven't seen any videos or anything of him riding, um, supercross, um, and riding, let me, let me make this very, very clear riding supercross and, and is completely different than racing the pace that our guys race supercross at. Right. Um, Good, you know, great, let's great. use, let's use, uh, um, LA Coliseum, like, you know, the speed that, that jet Kenny, um, Anderson, I think the top four or five were hitting that quad before a back across the start straight, like up yep. onto that tabletop, you know, like those things right there, like that is a very, very critical spot of, of, and technique, you know, like not to say he can't do it, but it's one thing to do jump the jumps and race the jumps and race the track. So my question is, is I haven't seen him. I don't know. I I'm for him coming over here. I think the more we can add, the more international riders that we can add to, to our series over here only helps us, uh, you know, uh, build, a bigger program because, you know, as we, as we see, we have a fair amount of international, um, you know, riders in our, in our, in our U S series. And I think that that brings uh, and makes it a bigger championship in the end. You know, it's not just U S guys. We're getting a lot of the top um, riders around the world that are competitive in supercross. So that's if they're competitive in supercross coming over here, which I love to see. Oh yeah, 450 Supercross racing it is definitely different than going out to the test track in Corona yeah. or wherever they're based out of and uh and 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 riding. So yeah, that's um it'll be interesting. So that is for 450 Supercross. Uh, I hope it goes good. I hope he stays safe. Super talented. I think for our series, it would be cool if he could come over and, and do that. So let's hope that it goes good. Last question. Let's see here. Uh, Sean underscore Gill 84 says biggest surprise of MXON 2023 um, for me. You know, I don't I don't know that there really was a surprise straight up. I, I don't not there's nothing that really shocked me. 
where I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe what happened happened. So, you know, I, I just, I know I'm, I'm going to say my, the shocking for me, shocking was, was, and, and I've seen it and I've been it and I've lived it myself and, and, uh, but, uh, 102,000 people, you know, yeah. like it, it gives you, it gives me, um, goosebumps even when you're, when you're seeing the video, I wasn't there personally, but you know, you get video, the POV footage of, of, from the podium down, down the start straight where all the fans were, or even just shots and footage of, of up on the hillsides and, and everything like that. I think, uh, those are, those are the goosebumps. Those are the surprising, not surprising. Surprising is not the word. Cause I know that I know how the fans are. Um, but that was, that was amazing to see that those were, that was, that was some goosebump stuff. Yeah, right it's, 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 it is a, it's a spectacle for sure. That race is a spectacle. And if, if anyone, even the U S like fans, if you guys ever have an opportunity to go there to Arne, go there, it is an, it is or any real. race in, in, in Europe for, for MXO. Well, what, what would you say would be a good, like another race that our U.S. fans, if they had an opportunity to go to, I mean, you've been over there, where would you, where would you recommend that they go save up and go? I mean, where, I, where I ended up getting hurt, uh, which was Arco de Trento, um, mm-hmm. probably one of the, one of the most beautiful places I've been, really? um, track very, very kind of, I don't want to say similar to that, but, uh, massive mountainside cliffs literally right next to the track. And where I'm talking, where the hell is it? <laughs> stuff you can base jump off of right next to the track. Um, in this, where, where, where? um, so I want to say it's down South a little bit. I believe we, I'm trying to remember what airport we flew into. I want to one maybe was it milan i don't know it's art arco de trento anybody that's sitting is it, on i mean is what country italy no, sorry. yeah uh yeah it was italy yep it's okay, italy start there yep italy yep um so yeah really cool i would if you can get over to check out uh, a european mxon it's definitely something that it will be that's a bucket list item for you and if it's not it should be yeah, make sure you uh, plan to everyone watching or listening to Title 24. When you go to that race, make sure you plan on you are going to sit in traffic for a while, Sue. So, yeah, do not get in a hurry, but it is one of the most epic races that you could ever attend. Switching gears back to the U.S. side, a little SMX talk. The, now, the uh, video, raw footage of Monster Energy Supercross champ, Chase Sexton. He has finally debuted on his Red Bull factory KTM machine. What'd you, I mean, I know it's just video. Like, what'd you do? Like, you said I, you thought it looked pretty good on it. Honestly, it didn't. When I, obviously we all knew it was coming. Yeah. It's, it's, we all knew it was coming, but finally it's out. Um, and my first initial thoughts were, you know, like it just right off the cuff is, you know, like it looked normal to me. So it looked, he, it, his, his stature on the motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, I know it was just a little bit, it was just practice footage and stuff. Like he looks good. Um, I know yeah. there's some teams and, you know, there's, there's riders in the past that have switched and you're like, Ooh, I, I don't know. Like looks, you know, I, I don't know. He just, just, he looks funny or he looks weird or I'm, I mean, it's going to take me time to get used to it, mm-hmm. it to me when I saw chase. Um, I mean, the only thing that might, I, I might have to get used to is, is that is the number four, um, yeah. you know, when he's at, yeah. when he, when he, when he runs it. Right. So, um, I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, what Raj and Ian yep, it's gonna can, be fun. can develop out of him. And, uh, cause we know he's got the speed, he's got the talent, he's got the fitness. He's, he got a, a SMX champ or he's got, um, uh, supercross championship to his ma- name now. 
Um, I think if anybody can, can pull the best out of, out of chase, it's going to be those guys you've dealt with those, those two for a long, long time. And, yeah. and, um, no, I, I'm looking forward. I'm excited because I, I think, you know, I think he's, I, I right. think it's, it's something for needed. us to watch. It's something for yeah. us to watch. And we're like, okay, how are we going to, how's he going to do? I feel like if he had stayed at HRC Honda, we would, we would kind of know like, but it's that night. And, and look, you know, the air always gets stale at some point on certain teams. Um, yep. You know, I, I look at, I, I ran my team out and, you know, like meaning I ran my contract, like, and I retired there, but there's a lot of these things. Like I wish I've, I've said on this show multiple times, I wish I would have switched to, to the, for that, for that next yeah. um, goal and, and agenda and, and all those, all those things that can be good from switching. Um, and I, and I, and I feel like I see that. I feel like we're going to, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, and, I, and, and I'm hoping we see a different chase um, uh, come around Anaheim one. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Zimmerman, his mechanic left uh, HRC to come with them. Uh, oh, cool. Not a surprise. I think that's a good play. I think that's a good play for not only chase, but smart for KTM. I'm glad that KTM let him do that. Uh, did you hear that little soundbite uh, that KTM released? As a racer, you never focus on what's behind you. Sexton is down and down hard. He did not want it to end this way. I'm Chase Sexton, and I'm forging the future. I heard myself on there, and I never got a letter asking permission for them to use my name and likeness. So uh, they'll be hearing from my legal team uh, this week. Right? Perfect. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I got some bills to pay. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need a new, I want to up my studio game for season two for title 24. Could use right. a few new, new little cool things. So uh, yeah, you guys will be hearing from me. Just a heads up, <laughs> immediate response. <laughs> oh, dude. So this is that time of year, um, like boot camps, uh, off-season prep starts for SMX. I think, um, you know, I think we get going January 6th, I think, Anaheim. Yeah. I think something somewhere around there. Um, when, I think we, like, when you were with Eldon, when I was with Eldon, I feel like we always started our off-season training camp around like Halloween, and then we would go to like December, like right around Christmas is when it would end, and then we'd have like a two-week just normal, you know, regular season routine uh, before the season. Is that how yours was? Yeah, it was about yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Halloween was always kind of like the a starting point or right before Halloween. And then, um, yeah, I think we'd have about anywhere from depending on, you know, body, uh, if we had old injuries or injuries or whatever, you know, whatever the scenario is, it's about a four to six week, um, boot camp. And then you, 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 you layer down, you start laying it down, you know, like, uh, I don't know about a week to 14 days, you know, two weeks before, um, Anaheim and and just get back to kind of not, you know, being so tired and everything else. Because I think the biggest thing is, is everybody uses that word boot camp now. And, and it's look to, to put the, the body under the stress that we have to put it under for, for 32 races, you know, for an entire season, um, the boot camp, you definitely have to dig yourself into a trench and, 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 and then build yourself back up. And I think, the 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 better you do that during the off season, the the more longevity you have over over the course of of a whole in, in entire season. Yeah, it would be interesting. So this is the time. Hopefully, everyone will stay healthy. 
Mm-hmm. So we have a full uh, season coming in. Hey, that was cool seeing Eli's back on the bike. Yeah, so that was great. I saw that little vid that uh, that he was back. Good to be good to have uh, Eli back on the machine. So um, it's going to be fun to see all these new seats and faces, all these riders changing. Um, dude, it's been it's been a fun season. It's been a fun season. I hey, RV, do you? I I'm thinking like if there's any riders that. Um, are upset with anything that we said and, and, and didn't like to hear our honesty. Uh, I'm always willing. I'm sure you're willing to have them like, dude, let's do a special edition. Come out here and tell, tell us why we, we might be wrong or you think I'm wrong. Do you welcome that combo? Oh, I do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bring them on. You know, I think, Hey, we're, the thing is, is, is we're calling things as we see them. And if, if, if it's completely different than, than, then I think it's on them to, to, to say otherwise. That's right. You know, and it's really hard to do that. I think it's hard to do that because, you know, we're no dummies. We can kind of see what happens and we can read between a lot of the lines too. Um, You know, and if it's, and if we're all way off in left field, we got title 24 right here, baby. Bring it on. Load it up on and let's get on and let's talk about it. (laughs) Bring it on. Bring it on, big boys. Well, again, thank you very much to uh, United Motorsports, Quad Lock Case. And of course, uh, uh, Boxo, we appreciate uh, you. Um, All of our fans, uh, truly all season long. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, when RV and I, uh, got this thing going and with the help of, uh, NBC sports, uh, you know, we are just kind of getting our feet wet, but hopefully that, uh, all of you guys have enjoyed our content. That's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, RV and I love sharing our experiences with you guys. Uh, fortunately for us, we've done a great job. Uh, we were very fortunate throughout our career and just want to, like I said, share, share our insight. So uh, hopefully you guys have enjoyed it, whether you're watching, uh, listening. We definitely will uh, we'll be staying in touch throughout the break. Make sure you pop into the uh, uh, Title 24 uh, Instagram. And of course, follow RV, follow myself. Uh, we're all over social media. Uh, as always, we're um, on demand on Peacock. You can check out uh, any episode that you would like there. It's on demand. And always on the uh, motorsports on NBC's YouTube page. And then we are on all of the uh, podcast application, uh, applications, whichever one you guys listen to. We are on there. Um, you know, make sure that you send comments you like. And uh, again, once again, we appreciate the support. And we will be back for season two. We will uh, keep you abreast. Anything else you want to say, brother? No, I think that's good. Yeah, I think it was interesting, you know, like, um, or really cool that we were able to put this, you know, with, with Aaron uh, Feldstein, our producer at, at NBC and, and Curly and, and, and our team. Rich. that We, we kind of threw this. Yeah, and Rich, yeah. We threw this thing together. Kind of, well, I don't want to say last minute, but I got the call and, hey, we got this. We put it together in about a week. So all the fans, listeners, um, you know, thank you for the support. Like Ricky said, this next season, I'm hoping to have my trophy room done and a better setup for cameras and, and audio and visual and all of that and uh, grow this thing to uh, to something that everybody, that you know, they know where to come listen and get all their info. And that's, you know, Title 24. That's right. We'll be doing it live someday. So we appreciate you guys. That's it for uh, Season 1, Episode 31, Title 24. Uh, like I said... Follow us on the um, on the social medias. We'll be we'll be popping in and out uh, while we're gearing up for season two. Thank you for all the support, everyone.
I won't let my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis symptoms define me. Emerge as you. In two clinical studies, Trimphia guselcumab, taken by injection, provided 90% clear skin at 16 weeks in 7 out of 10 adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. In a study, nearly 7 out of 10 patients with 90% clear skin at 16 weeks were still clearer at 5 years. At 1 year and thereafter, patients and healthcare providers knew that Trimphia was being used. This may have increased results. Results may vary. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Trimphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at Tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.